way. Yeah, man, man, man. All out of options, nothing to choose. I pissed out on Netflix, I'm sick of the news. I'd sign up to Sky, but I don't want to pay. I've been on furlough since May. <laughs> now I'll go and listen to a company at a joint. And welcome back to episode two of Arvida Zane again with myself, Andy Sledge, and my co-host, Mr. George Bradley. George, how the devil are you on this fine and wonderful day? Yeah, good and tag. Yeah, pretty good. Looks yeah. Like a, looks like a nice day out there. Might actually leave the house today for a while. I was going to say, you look like you've got a bit of sunshine coming through your window in London there. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely. About the best day so far, I think. Yeah. Well, there was a bit of frost on the uh, there was a bit of frost on the car when I came out this morning, but yeah, it's certainly looking like it's uh, certainly looking like it's getting a wee bit better. And obviously, it is. We're, we're we're actually filming this, so we're filming this on the Friday, which is the twenty sixth, which is also so the day that episode one is being released. So yes. as we as we are filming. Episode two, episode one is about to be released. So hopefully, <laughs> what's going to happen is we're going to get to the end of filming this episode, and um, and then we're going to go and check, and we're going to have a, a million billion downloads, and uh, and and the world is going to great be, sponsorship uh, deal. <laughs> exactly, we're going to have sponsorship deals falling out of our ass, and uh, we're going to have uh, Jimmy Neal is going to be queuing up to be a guest. And um, and and yeah, and uh, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have the the world is gonna be wanting to uh, to talk about our Vitazian pet. Is our lobster? Exactly, exactly. So, um, our Vitazian again podcast. Um, we welcome all uh, constructive criticism or even abuse at this stage. We oh, yeah. welcome abuse at this stage. So, um, if you would like to get in contact with either myself or George, you can do so on email, which is again at gmail.com. That's again at gmail.com. Please follow us on Instagram at podcast. That's Instagram at podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at Auf again, that's A-U-F-A-G-A-I-N, Twitter, at Auf again. Um, we have a Facebook page, which is Arvidazian Again podcast. Please like the Facebook page and share it among your friends. And um, we would also um, encourage you to subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is Arvidazian Again podcast. And click the bell, which will alert you to any uh, upcoming releases. And all episodes should be released at Friday at 10 a.m. And um, we're also available on all good podcast platforms, Spotify, iTunes, and uh, Google Podcast Breaker, SoundCloud, and many more. And we have to mention, so um, on the first episode, we did, I did get to include it, but we didn't actually get it through a little bit later on. We have our theme music, which is hey. written 
and sung and performed by the guitar man himself, Mr. Lee Dosky. So uh, the theme music to Alvidas in again, uh, written and performed by Lee Dosky. And um, so please do like and subscribe to the channel wherever you get your podcasts. And Alvidas in again is sponsored uh, by Top Gun Tattooing, which is uh, in number 12, the Harris Arcade in Reading. Their website is www.topguntattoo.co.uk and their phone number is 011-889-968-667 and they offer a fantastic 20% discount to anyone that contacts them. Now, there's a specific thing that you've got to do. So the uh, the basically the, the owner, Glenn, has designated his employee, Zach, so Zach is uh, one of the tattooists in the studio. He's an award-winning tattooist. And what you have to do is you have to either call up the shop on Audible 189-968-667 or go into the shop in person and say to Zach, Hadaway and Shiteman. And if you go in and say Hadaway and Shiteman, you will get a 20% discount on your tattoo from Top Gun Tattooing. Any tattoo your sack, though, that's the thing. They, I believe so. They will tattoo oh. any part of your body. Now, if anybody, if any of our viewers want to go into Top Gun Tattooing and get a Neville and Lottie tattoo on their yeah. arm, I will pay for it. So if you want a free tattoo, but you've got to get the, the heart with Neville and Lottie on the arm, I will pay for it. So if you want a free tattoo, Email us on again at gmail.com and contact Top Gun Tattooing, our podcast sponsor, and they will tattoo that absolutely free of charge and I will pick up the bill. Sounds like a good deal, I mean. Sounds like a good uh, deal. I mean, what about you, George? Why don't you come and get it? Well, possibly, yeah. Could that surprise you? Yeah. So that's all the boring stuff out of the way. So this uh, today's um, obviously episode two of our Venus in again, and we are specifically uh, going to be talking about um, series one, episode two of our Venus in pet. And the title of the episode was Who Won the War Anyway? And this was originally aired on the 18th of November, 1983. So, George, who won the war anyway? If I said to you, who won the war anyway, apart from our Venus Pet, what does that make you think of? Uh, probably a very well-known comedy show in the 70s, I think. Yeah, and what's that? Faulty Towers. Absolutely. So I was a huge Faulty Towers fan as a child. In yeah, fact, like I saw, yeah. When we've done our Venus Pet, we might do Faulty Towers. <laughs> I was actually thinking about this. You know, once all the episodes of our Venus Pet are done, what do we move on to? And I was thinking about either porridge or other um, or yeah. other um, uh, uh, Ian Lafrenier and Dick Clement shows. Um, mm. But now we've brought up Faulty Towers, we might want to look at that. But um, so yeah, so Faulty Towers, um, where there was the episode with the Germans and uh, Basil Faulty was uh, you know doing the silly walk and doing all of this, and um, and and he screamed at the Germans, "Who won the bloody war anyway?" And he was, um, and throughout the episode, it was like, don't mention the war. Don't mention the war. I think I mentioned it once, but I think I got away with it. So, yeah. So, um, who won the war anyway? Um, written by Dick Clement and Ian Lafrenier, as usual, directed by Roger Bamford. Um, so, 
Um, there, this is the episode where the final member of the Magnificent Seven comes in and we get, we finally get to meet Moxie. So, the, uh, the episode itself starts with the, um, the proper credits. So last, uh, in our first episode, um, obviously the, 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 uh, the show started with Neville, um, you know, with the infamous dearest Brenda line on the back of the ferry going from uh, Harwich to Holland. Yeah. Now, obviously they didn't have the normal credits. So what they've done is they, for the first time, we see the proper credits. Um, now, the, the credits of the show are designed to paint a picture of, you know, drudgery and depression, um, you know, amongst uh, Britain. So um, there was uh, Dennis uh, was in the job centre. Neville yeah. was looking through the window of the job centre. Um, Wayne... Uh, was in front of the poster, and um, that was labour isn't working. Yeah, yeah, labour isn't working, and I, I actually remember that, even though it was, you know, I was, yeah. I would have been, you know, I, I would have been what seven at the time, something like that. You know, I was eighteen. <laughs> you know, uh, George, um, but yeah, I was. I remember those posters being up everywhere, and mm. um, uh, you know, so Wayne's in front of that very famous iconic uh, billboard from that time. Uh, Moxie's just getting out of prison. Um, uh, Oz is, um, you jumping know, over a wall. <laughs> jumping over a wall, doing a midnight flit uh, from his missus, obviously. Um, and Barry's motorbike's broken down. Uh, well, it looks like it's broken down by the side. It's funny, he mouthed something. I was trying to figure out what he was mouthing, but uh, I, I couldn't couldn't work it out. You know, yeah, the motorbike probably, breaks down. <laughs> prob probably not a swear word, no one Barry. Though. No, yeah. Oh, shoot, or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely not busting. Um, <laughs> so, and then the again the famous the what was made famous was the way that they, the 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 titles pan across the map, and um, so it starts in England, it pans across Europe, and it settles in Dusseldorf, and they do a circle around mm. Dusseldorf. So the very so the famous and the iconic um, uh, 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 credits opening credits for the show and that's the first time we see them and the first um uh, uh, scene is there is an overview of the building site um and there is something which i found very very funny and it's they they focus in and there's a guy on a crane now um was there anything in particular that you noticed about this george yeah, I think their clothing was uh, very Germ Germanic. Yeah, yeah, but also the lack of safety equipment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, if you wanted to go up the top of a crane these days, you'd need a helmet, a high-vis, steel toe cap boots, you'd need a safety line, you'd need someone to hold your hand, you'd need to go on a course to find yeah. out about, you know, trauma of people that cl climb up cranes. And, yeah. um, and, you know, and it was, and then you'd need counselling when you came down. Whereas, yeah. you know, the this guy is, you know, just dressed in his normal clothes on the top of a crane, like walking along the top of a crane without, without an absolute care in the world. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, it's a, a stark difference between, 
you know, how things used to be and obviously how things are today. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, I'm all for a bit of safety, but, you know, things, sometimes they can take things a bit too far. So um, the camera pans over and um, they show uh, Oz, Bomber and Dennis uh, laying bricks. So um, this is the, the sort of beginning of the episode proper. And, um, you know, you can just, you know, things, they, you can, it, it shows that the guys seem to have sort of settled into a routine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so they've been, they've been there for a, a few weeks now. And, um, yeah, they're, you know, they're, they're doing their job and they're cracking on and they're laying bricks. So um, a German worker walks past carrying a radio and the radio is um, uh, playing a song. Now, the song is uh, originally an a song that's in English, but it's been translated into German. Mm. So um, you're, you're, you're more from that area, era, George. What, what song was actually playing on the radio there? Yeah, Sheena Easton, My Baby Takes the Morning Train, or yeah. Nine to Five, I think it's its proper title. That's but, right. Um, well, and then so Oz starts singing along in slang, like, and he says, she gans to graft and back again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Oz sings along, but he's he, in slang, but he's... In his own language. Yeah, 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 well, exactly, and he's in a third language. And, yeah. um, but Oz is absolutely dumbfounded that the, the, the Germans have taken an English song and changed it into German. And um, he's, he's like, he's like, why can't they write their own songs? And um, and then he um, and then what is it? He says to um, he said he asks Dennis. He says um, he says, does that rhyme? Yeah. And, um, and Dennis like Dennis says, oh I I I, and he and like he has a little sideways glance at Bomber, and they obviously share a share a share an in joke there. The fact that they're taking the piss out of Oz a little bit, mm -hmm. and um, and then so again Oz. Uh, attempt to communicate uh, with the German builder, and as we've already discussed, you know the, you know, uh, you know the Oz is very, very broad and slang Geordie, and it's like gets to the point where you know some of it even I struggle to understand, mm. and uh, and you know so obviously you know these you know the a German is definitely definitely not going to understand them, and um, and so Oz says to the German, he says, "Can you not write your own songs, like?" And the German looks at him and says, "Was like what?" <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and the German, uh, and he, he says something. Uh, he says a sentence in German, which um, I believe you pointed out. Um, you think it's basically he's, he's saying, "I don't understand you." Or yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then Oz, basically, the, the German says something. A sentence in German, and Oz basically says, "Aye, that's easy for you to say." So. <laughs> You know, this entire episode is, you know, the, the foundation of this episode is being laid, you know, about Oz's, you know, xenophobia um, and hatred for, you know, the things German. And, um, <laughs> but also his inability to, 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 to see his own shortcomings. That's it, uh, yeah. You know, when it comes to... Uh, you know, like Oz is one of these people where Oz thinks he's perfect. You know, like if like he genuinely believes everything yeah. that he says and does 
is 100% true and accurate. And, and he likes saying his piece, yeah. And, he, <laughs> and it's like, and it, it just, he just, the, the very concept that he could be fucking wrong in any kind of tiny little facet is so alien to him that he's like, he's like, what? And like, so like I say, he, he speaks to the German, the German speaks back, and he's like, that's easy for you to say. And it just, like I say, that, this entire episode, you know, the theme of this entire episode from that moment forward is just Oz being a bit of a twat. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. Uh, um, and then it cuts. Um, so then the next thing is, the, the, the next scene is the, the, they show some German carpenters uh, cutting um, cutting bits of wood. Now, did you? Uh, I mean, you mentioned about the the clothing earlier on. Did you see uh, what the German carpenters were wearing? Was it like kind of Liedenhausen kind of? Well, sort yeah, sort of. So they had. I I noticed it as being quite October festy type of clothing. Now, they're not wearing actual lederhosen, but they've got these, um, they've both got these leather waistcoats on, yeah. uh, which I'm assuming, you know, it would be a, a popular thing for German tradesmen to wear. And yeah. one of them's got like the October Fest kind of hat on. And uh, like I say, like, you know, if, if you went to Oktoberfest, I'm pretty sure there'd be people at there yeah. just like those German chippies. And very drunk. Well, and very drunk as well, which is quite funny. You know, I mean, again, you know, you see it later on in the episode where, you know, all the lads are standing there laying bricks, drinking beer. Ah, uh, the good old days. Yeah. I mean, like, can you imagine drinking a beer on a building site these days? <laughs> so, um, we next, so next we cut to our, um, our, our worrywart Neville, and, um, and Neville is, uh, again, still pretending that he's a carpenter and he's trying to saw a piece of wood. Yeah, uh, very badly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, did you see what the saw was doing? Yeah, 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 bending, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I mean, like, you know, I mean, it's, um, I'm sure, I'm sure that um, Kevin Waitley himself can probably use a saw a little bit better than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but, you know, he's, so Neville's saw's bending. He's, I mean, like, even to the untrained eye like us, He's clearly a fish out of water. Yeah. Um, he's clearly a fish out of water in um, in in the situation that he's in, and um, and he's he's paranoid, rightly so. You know, he's he's rightly paranoid. He says he's worried that the capo knows. So obviously, yeah. capo is Herr Ulrich, and uh, capo, you know, is captain, boss. Uh, yeah. Like um, and and obviously Herr Ulrich's talking to a German, and he's sort of glancing, like giving the odd sideways glance over at, the, at Neville and Wayne, and um, and um, and Wayne offers a fantastic piece of advice to Neville. What is Wayne saying? Just measure something. <laughs> <laughs> he says. Um, he says, you know, if you're, um, he says, if 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 the boss comes past, he says, just get your tape measure out and start measuring. Yeah, yeah. And look a bit busy, so um, so Herr Ulrich is uh, you know coming across to the part where Dennis and Oz and Bomber are laying bricks, and uh, and uh, uh, Oz, uh, I'm sorry, Bomber gives the the heads up. He's like, oh, the boss is on his way over, and Oz is like, oh, he's coming over, is he? And Oz puts it like downs tools and yeah. sits down, and basically on purpose 
just to try and like be, be a bit of a twat. He's like trying Grabs to a Bex. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to antagonize uh Herr Ulrich. Um he's trying to you know, show off in front of the lads that, you know, he's not, um, you know, he doesn't need, uh, you know, he he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, you know, follow the rules in the same way that they do. And uh, and Bomber, like, sort of looks around at him and he's like, you're balmy, you know. And then Oz, you know, in his typical fashion, quite loud, he's, and, and he says, I don't go kowtowing down to authority. That's, mm. uh, that's the point he's trying to make. So, um, and then again, that, you know, from what we spoke about in the last episode, um, that Oz has got this theme of, um, Oz has got a theme of uh, talking about their situation as if they were in a prisoner of war yeah. uh, movie. And, um, and, he, um, and he says, he, so he's still continuing this theme of the prisoner of war movie. And he says, you know, he says, all these Germans, he says, he says, he says, what do they say? He says, I was only obeying my orders. He goes, yeah. that should be the national motto. What should be written on the flag or something like that? <laughs> uh, and, um, A lot of them did say that. <laughs> well, they did, yeah, at the Nuremberg trials. That's it, yeah. Uh, but they, uh, like I say, Oz is, Oz is trying to cement his, uh, you know, his, his position in the fact that, uh, you know, he doesn't want to do uh, what everybody else is doing and he feels yeah. that because he's a good worker which you know by all accounts he is yeah. uh, you know, he's a good bricklayer if he feels because he's a good bricklayer he feels it gives him the right to do what he wants basically which yeah. you know in, in a workplace if you're the best at what you do it does give you certain privileges but that only goes so far as we see later on we won the war anyway so uh, you know yeah and, <laughs> and, um, and so Oz Again, Oz is also paranoid, and Oz is uh, convinced that the Germans are talking about him. And Dennis says, what are you talking about? He goes, you can't speak German. And then Oz says the typical thing that uh, most people say when they're in a foreign country. Um, like I say, when I used to live in Spain, I used to say this all the time. And uh, he says, I understand more German than what you think. Yeah. But basically, Oz is claiming that even though he can't speak a word of German, that he can understand it. And uh, this is what a lot of people, like, I lived in Spain for five years, and a lot of people, a lot of English people in Spain will say that, they'll be like, you know, do you speak Spanish? And you'll be like, no, but I, I understand it. I understand uh, it. Yeah. And it's fucking bollocks. It's absolute bullshit. So, um, and then, so Herr Rick comes over, and um, Herr Rick um, speaks very good English, and, um, and he says, and obviously he's heard what Oz has said, and he replies, and I understand more English than you think. Mm. He says, I also understand the English phrase tea break. <laughs> yeah. And so he, you know, he fuck, he sticks it right on Oz. And um, and you know, Oz is Oz says, you know, look, he says, I do me bit the same as everybody else. And at the end of the day, there'll be the same number of bricks laid here than, than anywhere else. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, which is a, a fair. It's a fair argument, and, yeah, yeah. And Harold Rick agrees. He says, he says, that if this is true, then everything is okay. And so, you know, Harold Rick's given him the benefit of the doubt. He's been a nice guy. I mean, you know, he is a bit of a taskmaster. He is, you know, but that's his job to make sure that uh, you know the job's done correctly and on time. Yeah. And um, and then as he's walking away, he uh, he says thank you in German. He says Danke schön. 
and Oz comes out with his his his, his famous line. <laughs> donkey shite to you too. And he says, no, he says, donkey shite to you too, pal. And um, and Dennis comes and asks him, and he says, Oz, you know, why do you antagonize people for no reason? And Oz actually doesn't disagree with him. Um, <laughs> you know, he just says, well, you know. And, and, and Dennis tries to explain, you know, he's, you know, he's saying, you know, these German guys, they're just the same as us. They're just trying to do a job. Um, and, um, and, and, he, and, you know, Oz is, he's one of them, has proven Oz has always got to have the last word in any argument, no matter what it is. And, um, and Dennis says, you know, he says, you've always got to have the last word. And he says, um, he says, it's like banging your head against a brick wall. And Oz says, I well, don't bang it against the German bit or it'll foul do. <laughs> so, um, like, again, you know, this is setting the tone for the episode. Um, you know, the, the entire episode is going to revolve around, uh, you know, a lot of it's going to revolve around Oz and his, um, you know, and his attitudes and behaviour. Belligerence, yeah. Yeah, towards, thing, towards all things German. So, cut back, back to Wayne and Neville. And um, and obviously Wayne is trying to Wayne basically is trying to convince Neville that uh, being a carpenter is better than better than being a bricklayer. He's like, oh, it's a it's a cut above. And yeah. Neville's like, there's no wrong with being a bricky. Um, and um, and Neville's obviously just you know his usual usual worried self. Yeah. And then um, and then we cut. We see the horn go. So as we again as we mentioned in the last episode. Um, you know, I feel that you know when the focus in on the horn and the and the horn for lunch goes, um, it it it's a, 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 a trying to carry through the prisoner of war camp theme. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, if 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 you were in a prisoner of war camp movie and someone escaped or something like that, that would be the kind of thing. Exactly. So, um, but the horn's gone for lunch, and um, uh, so Neville and uh, Wayne are uh, looking to go to lunch and um, help our friend, our friend Helmut step yeah. in and Helmut speaks to Neville and he's got a football in his hand and he's obviously seen Neville playing football and he tries to get Neville uh, to come and have a kick about and, um, and and Neville says, you know, I, I would he said, but I've got to go and uh, I've got to go and speak to someone and, um, and then we um, Wayne repeats Oz's line and he says, Yeah, I donkey shite all the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, then obviously the you know, there's a the camera cuts and the, the Germans are playing football uh on the lunch break, and you know, there's a the the, the camera sort of you know from a, 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 a it's shooting down in a downwards uh and yeah. uh, you see the Cummins and Goins from the building site, you know, it's obviously a very, very busy place. And uh, you see Neville, and uh, Neville heads into the bar, and um, so Oz and Dennis are sitting at a table, and uh, Dennis is uh, reading some papers. Looking very serious. Yeah. Well, yes, uh, looking very serious, and you know, very much looking like he doesn't want to be disturbed. Yeah. You know, he's he's sort of you know he's got his back turned away. You know, he's looking he's looking down. And you know he's got so Oz is behind him over like over there, and he's you know he's trying to isolate himself, you know, albeit in a yeah. bizarre, but he's trying to you know he's trying to get a little bit of peace and quiet, 
and um, and Oz, you know, you know, not reading the social cue, um, starts questioning him about what it is. And um, he says, what's that? And Dennis says, it's a letter from a solicitor's. Um, and again, you know, sort of gives a fairly, you know, abrupt answer. Um, you know, anybody else would have gone, oh, okay, and just left him alone. Yeah. And Oz is like, oh, what, someone left you some money in the will? And, um, and you know, he persists and he digs and he digs. And uh, and then obviously Dennis, is, you know, says it's the wife's solicitors, it's about his divorce. Then Oz decides that he's going to tell him a story about what, again, <laughs> again, what Oz thinks is, you know, the gospel truth. Yeah. And, um, and Oz says, he says, oh, when Arabs get divorced, all the man says is, I divorce you. And then the smash a glass. And he goes, hold on, is that the Jews? <laughs> yeah. So Oz is trying to impart some wisdom. Um, but he's, uh, you know, he's, I mean, he's just full of shit. You know what I mean? The bottom line yeah. is, he, is he knows, um, he knows nothing. But, you know, he, he's he's trying to, you know, he, he's like I say, he's trying to maintain the conversation. He obviously doesn't like the, he, he, you know, he doesn't like the silence uh, amongst the table. And um, he's very uncomfortable with it. And, um, and he just says, you know, in some places, divorce are simple. And Den mm -hmm. says, not in Bertley, it's not. So mm -hmm. obviously this gives a hint of where Dennis lives. So Bertley is an area of Gateshead. Yeah. It's a little bit south of Newcastle, um, but that's where Dennis has obviously been living. Um, and, you know, they're talking about, Dennis starts talking about things like child maintenance and, and, mm -hmm. and you know, and, and, uh, and and alimony, alimony and, and, and all of that. Yeah, the reason he's there, yeah. Well, exactly. And, and you know, this, and, and then, you know, the way that Oz goes on proves that he's on a very different wavelength, mm. um, you know, to the way that Dennis is. You know, you know he, he, he says, you know, you know, Dennis is obviously, you know, he, Dennis is there to, to work his job and, and earn good money so he can send money back to his family. And yeah. Oz is about, all about keeping the money for himself. He's on a jolly app. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. Um, and, um, and you know, he, he, he's like, he, Oz is like, oh, well, you want to keep some back for yourself? And Dennis yeah. is like, well, no, I don't. He's like, I want to make sure my kids are well-clothed and well-fed. And, yeah. like, uh, like the, this concept is fucking alien. Like, Oz is like, aye, but you want to keep some for yourself? And Dennis is like, no, <laughs> I don't. And, um, and yeah, just like I say, you just see the two totally contrasting attitudes uh, around family. Um, so anyway, Neville gets some drinks in and Neville comes to the table. And um, Neville is still very, very worried and is still in a very, very bad position about mm. pretending to be a carpenter. And basically, you know, Neville expects Dennis, um, you know, to do something about this. Yeah, giving the guidance. Mm. Yeah, and and he says, and he even says that he says, "Well, you got us into this," and obviously Dennis has already got the got the hump. You know, he's got this letter from his wife's solicitor. He is not happy. Um, you know, he's reading this. Uh, you know, and he's got the world just keep putting problems on his shoulders, and he says, "I've got some problems of my own," you know. And, 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 and Neville says, well, what's that? And he says, that's my business. And, you know, again, you know, <laughs> so Dennis is like, that's my business. 
you know, he's it, it, Dennis has laid down the law. This yeah. is what this is what it's about. I have my problems, you have your problems. Mine are my business, yours are your business. We we'll draw the line in the sand there, and I don't want anybody knowing about it. And yeah. Oz just sticks his massive foot in his even bigger mouth, and he just says, "Oh, he's getting divorced." And Dennis, you know, the 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 first cracks in Dennis's, you know, normal, you know, cool persona begin to show, and Dennis threatens Oz, and he says, "You know, someday someone's going to stick that big that fist down your big mouth." And ah. And he says it might even just be me. And Oz in Oz is, you know, Oz is. What have I done? He's like, he's like, what have I done now? Like, is it like he genuinely doesn't know? He's genuinely like, what have I done now? And you're like, well, you know, come on, you know, anybody else would realise, you know, that what they had said was fucking, you know, bang out of order. And Oz, yeah. is, you know, as if butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. But then Nev, so obviously Nev, you know, reads it a little bit better. And um, he, sees that <laughs> he sees that Dennis is upset and, you know, sees that Dennis has got a lot on his mind. And he says, oh, he says, I'm really sorry, Dennis. I'm really, really sorry. <laughs> and then there's a pause and you can see Dennis go like, OK, th thanks for your apology kind of thing. And he goes yeah. back to reading his letter and there's a pause at the table and they're just sitting around the table. And then just when you think it's over, yeah, yeah. Neville hypes up again <laughs> and he says... But still, what's going to happen to me? You know, <laughs> absolutely selfish and self-centered. And um, <laughs> it, he's, uh, yeah. you know, just as, mu as much as, you know, he knows that he, he just, you know, he, he can't help himself. You know, he, he needs to, he, he, need, he wants to, his situation to change. And he thinks that the only person that can change that situation is Dennis. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, you know, after all his protesting, bless his heart, um, they cut to the admin hut and uh, Dennis and Neville is stu are stood there in front of Herr Ulrich and uh, Dennis is coming clean. And he's explaining to Herr Ulrich that um, the, uh, Neville is not a carpenter, that he's a bricklayer. And Herr Ulrich, you know, the look of horror on his face, he's like, you fucking what? He's like... He's like, you have been here for nearly three weeks. And, um, and and he says, how can this happen? And Dennis, you know, tries to brush it off as a, as a he says, oh, you know, some kind of administrative cock-up. Mm. And obviously, you know, the Germans... Of course, know, they have the paperwork, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is it. But, you know, Germans are very, very, you know, they have, you know, they, 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 they don't, you know, they aren't like the British, and they're not as slapdash as we are. No. When they made the trains run on time and stuff like that. So. Exactly. So, you know, and he says, I think not. So he, he speaks uh, to uh, Dagmar and asks, obviously in German, for Dagmar to, to get the to get the, um, to get get the the paperwork out. And he and he reads the paper, he reads the letter that he sent to Herr Fister. He's like, here is my letter to Herr Fister, dated August. And, and he says, you know, and he, um, he says, you know, about plasterers and he says there's one, there's a missing plasterer who's coming today. That obviously opens up the door for Moxie later on. And he says, mm. my requirement is exact, carpenters and bricklayers, only two. There mm. is no cock up. Cock up. <laughs> so anyway, but then, <laughs> so, you know, they stood there and then Neff, 
<laughs> so Neville, you know, so you know, so you know, Herr Ulrich, he's been he's been speaking in perfect English. Yeah, yeah. And Neville turns to Dennis and he goes, "Can you ask him if there might be a bricklaying job later on?" <laughs> and like as if as if he's been speaking a different language and Neville and and as if Dennis is fluent in that other language, and 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 Dennis <laughs> is like. He's speaking English, you know. And um, anyway, he's, you know, Neville's like, oh, you know, you always put things better than me. Anyway, so, you know, then the big boss steps up and it's Herr Grunwald. Yeah. So Herr Grunwald has obviously got the rage um, and he comes in and he starts talking about, you know, compensation, etc. cetera. Um, and just as a side note, I remembered when I was watching this that uh, it flashed into my mind that um, we mentioned that Herr Grunwald was also in Grange Hill, which is a very yeah. TV programme when I was a child. And um, he was called Mr. Bronson. And we I never looked that up. It just came to me. It flew, flew into my head. So, and yeah, also in the Empire Strikes Back. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're actually going to talk about that in a second because yeah. Barry mentions the Empire Strikes Back in, in a very short period of time. So we'll come back. That's a very, very good point there, George. And we will come back to that in a second. So um, Herr Grunwald, um, he is obviously not happy at all. And he, he you know, he, 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 he says something very, you know, stern in German. And then he walks out of the hut. And, um, and Herr Ulrich, sits back in his chair and he says today you do not work he goes i must think so you know he's he's obviously he's sort of keeping uh, nev on tender hooks so yeah. um nev goes back um to get his stuff and you know wayne says you know look don't worry man he'll be all right he's just, just on a bit of a power trip and then um and then our friend helmet steps up again yeah and he, he obviously he's obviously heard that neville uh, you know that i mean it must be a bit of a you know, those building sites must be like proper gossip mills, you know? Oh, yeah. And and obviously, you know, someone pretending to be a carpenter who's a bricklayer, that's probably, you know, that that'll, that news will rattle around that building site, you know, <laughs> like, like fucking women washing their clothes down by the river in the... Yeah, in the yeah. And, um, and, and Helmut comes up and he says, sorry. And he says, I think you know like Germany. And Neville's like, no, 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 it's not that. It's just, you know... Um, and, and then obviously they start talking about the wives, show each other pictures of the wives. Yeah. Then um, Helmut um, invites Neville uh, round his house later on, and he says, "You come and you eat and we drink and you know family. You meet my family." So a German German house. Exactly. So Helmut Helmut's being a real nice guy and inviting Neville round to his house, uh, you know, to meet his family, and um, and you know uh, you know. Uh, you, know, you know, you know, helmets. The, you know, the, uh, you know, offering that olive branch. You know, between yeah. the, between the Germans and the English, and like obviously, Wayne uh, Neville says yes, and Wayne, like you'd look like Wayne looks like he's just fucking found a piece of shit in his lunchbox. <laughs> like uh, Wayne, you know, Wayne's got a real funny look um, about uh, you know when Neville accepts Helmet's invitation, so. Uh, they cut back to the hut, and um, Swaz is, is lying on his bed reading. Barry's eyeing in a shirt, and Bomber's chatting away. And Barry uh, starts talking about what they're going to have for their dinner. 
they've got a, a whole host of gourmet choices. Sausage, egg and beans. <laughs> um, you know, tin tomatoes, fried bread. And then Oz, so Oz says, why can't we all have what we all want? And Barry's like, it doesn't work like that, does it? And, and Barry's very much, you know, the politician um, and he's on the, the, the democracy vibe already. And he says, well, if everyone does that, what, what do they have? He goes, we'll have anarchy. You know, Barry <laughs> thinks that one person having tomatoes and one person having beans is going to cause anarchy in the hut. But this opens the door for Barry to, uh, Barry pitches his idea to the, to the group about uh, the hut having uh, an elected leader. And, um, and he talks about um, when he lived in uh, Munchen Gladbach, and he said the hut they had the leader was called Hacksaw. And, um, and this is where he starts talking about Empire Strikes Back. So he says, he says you know, they, when, when he was in Munchen Gladbach, everyone in the hut was going to go to the cinema, and some of the people wanted to see Empire Strikes Back, and some, some people wanted Swedish to see... sex film. <laughs> <laughs> some people wanted to see a Swedish sex film. I'm like, well, you know, what a choice. Me personally, I think I'd have gone for the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Um, but as you've already said, George, very good point, well made. That um, in the Empire Strikes Back is the actor. I think it's Michael Sheard. His name is um, yeah. who plays Herr Grunwald <laughs> and who played Mister Bronson. Um, and he was Admiral Ozell in uh, Empire Strikes uh, Back. Uh, look, your, uh, your, your Empire Strikes Back knowledge astounds me there, young George. That's <laughs> Yeah. So, um, you know... That's where um, it ends, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Barry... Um, Barry's talking about... Uh, Barry's, you know, trying to sell the idea for having an elected leader within the hood. And when automatically assumes that because Barry's brought up the idea of being yeah. a, of someone being a leader, that Barry wants to be the leader. And Barry's like, well, actually, no. He's yeah. like, I just want someone. Like, Barry... Wants to take direction from someone else. Exactly. Yeah. Barry obviously doesn't like making his own decisions. Barry yeah. just prefers someone to do that for him. Yeah. So, um, Dennis enters the hut, and Bummer asks Dennis... Um, if he wants to be the leader. And he makes a bit of a joke a joke about it. He says about, you know, beans or fried bread. And, um, and then Oz, for some reason, again, you know, Oz has been, you know, Dennis has looked after Oz and Oz just, for some reason, decides to have a fucking dig at Dennis. And, um, and he says, you know, he says, oh, well, you didn't do a very good job for Neville, did you? Mm. Now, just on a side note, um, there at this point in time, we see something which we never see again, and there is a random guy. That's it. Cut. Never speaks. Yeah. Has no lines. So he's the only per. Apparently, he's the only person we ever see in the hood who never speaks. So basically, Dennis comes in. And he goes into the little cage bit of the thing where they all keep their tools. And then this other guy is in the cage hanging up his tools. And then this guy walks out. So a random guy in the hut. And so Dennis puts his tools down. He comes out. And he stands above Oz's bed. And he says, what? And then basically Oz 
basically tries to blame Dennis for everything. <laughs> and you can see that, you know, Dennis has got, the, like, you know, Dennis's blood is boiling. And he's like, you know, he's still, he's half like looking at us going, what the fuck's this bloke saying? You know, he can't believe it. He just, he can't believe the fact that Oz has got the goal to, to say something bad. Yeah, yeah. And all he's done is, is, is try and look after him. And then Oz says, he says, oh, I don't want someone who backs down in front of the crowds. Yeah. I mean, you know, Oz is mental. You know, <laughs> you know Oz is like, you know, Oz is fighting a war. That that finished, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's carrying it on. You know, Oz is Oz is Oz is fight. Oz is having an argument. Like Oz could have a Oz could have an argument alone in a phone box. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what he's doing. You know, he Oz is convinced that there's there's an us in them, and uh, but he's the only one. You know, he's and he's living in this fantasy world that he's, you know, there's an us in them and he's got to be on your side and da 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 da. And, you know, Dennis is, you know, the voice of reason. And, you know, Oz is just being belligerent as, as always and bad mouthing. And, and so Dennis puts it on him. And, um, and Dennis stands up and he comes over and he goes, Oz, he says, why are you here? You know, and like Oz is like, what? And he goes, why? He goes, if you don't like it, why are you here? And um, and it's a very 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 valid question, and um, and Oz says, "Well, it makes a change." And Dennis says, "Yeah, it makes a change from the doll queue," and he says, "You know, you should be grateful. Um, you should, you know, you should be grateful the fact that you know you've got a job and you, you're earning good money." Yeah. And uh, and you know, Dennis sort of outlines how shit his life was. Uh, you know, he was you know going in the pubs at eleven o'clock. Uh, you know, uh, picking the kids up from school. Um, yeah. you know, and then his wife making trying to make food from from uh, you know trying to make a meal from tins, mm. and um, and Oz. <laughs> so Oz says, "Aye, that's one of the reasons I'm over here because I get away from my wife's cooking." <laughs> and then he fucking sticks his foot in it again. So he, he, he has a proper dig at Dennis and he says to Dennis and he, he basically, obviously, he's going back to the fact that Dennis is getting divorced. Mm. And he says to Dennis, oh, well, you don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, very, and, and as Neville says, he says it was pretty bloody tactless. I mean, a very, very tactless remark. And Dennis loses it. And Dennis <laughs> flies across the hood. What have I done now? <laughs> and, and, uh, luckily, Bomber steps in the way. And, you know, Oz is like, what have I said? What have I said? I mean, just has no idea. You know, he's, he's, he's as subtle as a brick through a plate glass window. And, um, and yeah, just, it, it's, you know, absolutely ridiculous. So uh, the door opens. There's a break in the, in the action. And the door opens and Moxie arrives. Oh, yes. So Moxie says, all right, you know, I, I was told to come to Hut B. And you know you can see by the look on their faces um, that uh, they're not too happy uh, with yeah. them. And Bomber tells him that he's made a mistake and that he's got to go to a different hut. And and they're saying, you know, what happened? Why did you do that? And he says, well, you know, I think we've, uh, you know, obviously with, with all the shit that's just been going on, you know, uh, Bomber's like, I think we've got enough problems as it is. Yeah, no more room at the inn. 
mind. <laughs> or that. <laughs> more room at the hut, aye. Anyway, so Neville's ne obviously Neville having been in the admin hut earlier on, and Herr Ulrich said that there was another plasterer turning up. Um, you know, Neville puts the connects the dots and he says, Oh, that must be the missing plasterer. And he goes over and he's got there's, there's so there's a round package wrapped up in brown paper, brown paper, and he picks it up and he and he says, Whoa, it's a dart board. <laughs> so, you know, as you you've got to, you know, I was trying to imagine what it must have been like living in one of those huts, you know. So obviously, this was you know before cable telly, before yeah. DVDs, before videos, you know. So, you know, that you know, living in that hut, you're either going to be playing cards. Um, you know, they, they, they go and play. Listening to Barry. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, the, the, you know, reading was obviously going to be a big thing. Um, you know, even Oz has got loads of books. Um, mm. and he doesn't strike Drinking. <laughs> yeah, drinking, reading, playing cards. That's basically what you're doing when you're not at work. And um, and um, and so you know, Neville picks up the dartboard. And obviously, this is just you know they've gone from having you know what you know the you know limited forms of entertainment. You know this dartboard could open, you know add an extra facet yeah. to their lives in the hut. And so Oz straight away is like, all right, yeah, we want that, we want that. Um, and um, and so he goes and he opens the door and he says, oh, come back, Moxie, come back. This is your hut. And so obviously Moxie walks back in the hut and he sees Neville um, standing there with a dartboard and um, and he utters his famous line. And what does he say? I haven't got any darts, though. <laughs> I, haven't got, I haven't got any darts, though. Um, so, yeah, but that's, uh, you know, Moxie bought his way into the hut with his dartboard. Um, so it cuts to the shower block, uh, the toilets in the shower block later on. Um, Oz is shouting at Wayne, and Wayne sat on the carsey um, with his Walkman on, yeah. and um, and then so Barry, it cuts goes back to the hut, and at this point Barry is now trying to forward his agenda of getting a hut leader, yeah. and uh, and what does he do? He tries to tap up Bomber. He's like, yeah. "Why don't you be our leader, Bomber?" And like Bomber's clearly, clearly not interested. And so he um, and Barry, you know, the never gonna be a salesman. Um, Barry tries to um sell the idea to Bomber. Um and, and what 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 is, how does he how does he try and convince Bomber to be the leader? Well, he won't have to iron his own shirt, someone will do it for him. Yeah, so Barry thinks that by telling Bomber that one of the lads will iron his shirt. Um, is going to convince Bomber to be the leader. Obviously, Bomber's just not interested in any way, shape, or form. So, um, Nev talks about his tattoo, and um, and Moxie, the new guy in the hut, obviously doesn't know the story, and uh, and he says, "Oh, what's up? there's some great artwork," and um, and and Moxie pulls up and shows off his own tattoo, and it's a fleur de lis. Now, um, Moxie, this you know starts. Shows Moxie the Moxie's renowned for pronouncing things incorrectly. Yeah, and uh, very very famously later on, I think it's when they're in Cuba or one of the later uh, seasons, um, when he's talking about his nephew, and he says he says, "Oh, my nephew's called Dewey." And they're like, 
everyone's like, what are you fucking on about? And he says, yeah, gooey, G-U-Y. <laughs> they're like, like obviously, you know, so he's, you know, Moxie's a, the kid. He has a bit of a stutter as well sometimes, doesn't he? He does, yeah, which actually vanishes later on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's, um, so he pronounces it the fluor de lis. He goes, I've got, he goes, I've got this one, the fluor de lis. And, um, and, um, and Barry pipes up and he says, Oh, you know, I can't believe medical science can't get rid of them. Um, obviously, as we know now, you can get laser tattoo removal. That obviously wasn't an option in the early 80s. And then, um, Oz, as always, never knowing when to keep his trap shut, mm. starts up on a foolproof. He goes, I've got a foolproof way for you to get rid of the tattoo. And, you know, Neville never learns his lesson. So Oz says, oh, hi, what's that? And Oz says, uh-huh. application. Yeah. And then he goes, you know, he starts to... to the he, circular saw. <laughs> Oz, Oz pipes up, um, like uh, starts, you know, giving a fantasy version of events of how it could happen and you know he's talking about him being a carpenter and not a carpenter and da 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 and talks about him cutting his arm off with a circular saw and again you know it's just you know Neville is you know Neville on the subject of his tattoo very touchy <laughs> not fucking interested in any way shape or form um so um he's yeah he's got no there's no joking about the tattoo with Neville. It's a very, very mm. serious subject. Um, mm. But obviously, Oz doesn't get that. And he just says, you kind of take a joke, you lot. Um, so, the uh, the cut from the hut, and um, they go to, you know, an overview of the site. Mm. Uh, you know, cranes moving around, diggers moving around, and the music... That is, you know, is sort of very. They're playing in the background. Is sort of very sort of drag netty, sort yeah. of seventies cop show. <laughs> and um, and obviously everyone's gone back to work after lunch, and mm. Neville's on his own, um, kicking so, his ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Neville is Neville's gone and found a little quiet part of the site, and he's kicking a ball up against the wall. So. Um, Neville kicks the ball uh, quite hard. It flies over the wall and it lands in a big hole. And Neville goes to get his ball back. And what happens? What does Neville find? A big bomb. It is a big bomb. So Neville gets in the hole. Um, there's a German uh, uh, worker who's digging the hole. Neville sees the bomb. And he, try, and he tries to stop the, the German worker from uh, digging the hole. Um, and, um, and he's like, no, no, no. And the German's like, get out of the way, get out of the way, get out of the way. Obviously, they're both speaking different languages. Anyway, so it, Neville lies down and like lies down yeah. across the bottom like that. And Inches the, from his head. <laughs> digger comes out like that. And, um, and anyway, so Neville stops the digger from hitting the bomb and Neville is judged to be a hero. hero. So um, they cut to the admin hut and Dennis is um, doing his bit with her Grunwald. Um, you know, he's, uh, 
he's going to plead Neville's case, isn't he, again? Exactly, exactly. You know, Dennis is, as much as, you know, earlier on, uh, the day before, I think it was the, must have been the day before, or um, whenever, um, earlier on, um, he, you know, Dennis is like, you know, I've got my own problems, da-da-da-da-da. You know, Dennis has got a heart of gold, and he really wants Neville to stay. Um, so, you know, he's doing his best. And so he goes and he says, look, you know, we're sorry. Do you want me to apologise? We're sorry. And um, and Herr Grunwald says, there is a principle involved, which yeah. you know, is, is um, which is fair enough. Anyway, somebody rushes into the hut and um, and I think the word, Einen Bobbin! <laughs> yeah. and, um, and obviously, so Herr Grunwald grabs his, uh, his hard hat and rushes out of the hut. And Dagmar turns to Dennis and speaks to Dennis and says that they have found a bomb. So they cut back to where the bomb is. And Herr Grunwald in here in Germany says, call the police, call the army. And um, and the German uh, worker explains to Herr Grunwald in German how Neville saved the day. And Herr Grunwald turns around to Neville and says, that was very brave of you. Um, so, you know, that's, you know, Neville has, you know, you can sort of see that Herr Grunwald is now, you know, a big fan of Neville's and that he's done himself a right favour there in the fact that, you know, now basically, you know, the, the, you know, he, you know, they now owe Neville for saving the day. Yeah. And um, so he, he basically, um, he says that the army, you know, he says the army's going to see to it and he says you should all go back to your huts. Yeah. So Oz, in typical fashion, continuing the theme of him being an absolute bellend, <laughs> starts talking about it being a British bomb. And um, you know, he tries to rub it in. And um, and and Oz and Oz says to Herr Grunwald, he says, Well, it was us lot that flattened you's lot. You know, Oz, you know, determined, you know, to you know that the, the war was still a mm. You, you should know. be proud it's British. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but, I mean, you know, this is the thing. I mean, you know, now, you know, from where, you know, from the early 80s to now, mm. if you were walking down the street, there's very, there's not many people out there really give a shit about no. World War anymore. You know, I bet you there's half, you know, 90% of the kids walking the street these days probably don't even know what it was. Probably mm. point to Germany on the map. You know, your, mm. average, your, your average person these days is a bit of a thick fucking idiot. Mm. So... Um, but you know, in the in in the you know in the late seventies, you know early eighties, yeah. you know it was still nearly every grandparent, the grandfather would have been in the exactly. in well, the war. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, I, I mentioned it in um, in the last episode. You know, my my granddad, my opa, he was from Holland and he got captured. Right, yeah. uh, you know, during the war. So you know, the, the, there was a lot of you know in in my household, in my family. It was still, you know, quite a quite a fresh memory, um, but you know, and and again, you know, the like they say, you know, faulty towers, you know, who won the war anyway, you know, all of that kind of stuff. It was mm. still very fresh. Like I say, these days, you know, and I don't think anyone really gives a shit. Mm. Um, but he says, um, Oz is, you know, trying to make a point that, you know, he says it was us lot that flattened you lot, and he says that is a British bomb, isn't it? And Herr Grunwald, dry, dry as a bone. Edward says, yes, it did not go off. was <laughs> yeah. I, fuck you. So, um, you know, they all cut back to the hut 
they're all drinking tea and, and now they're playing darts. Um, and, um, and Oz, you know, starts talking about how his uncle was on the Lancaster bomber. Yeah. And, um, and <laughs> so I never want, uh, never want to miss an opportunity. Uh, you know, Barry decides that, uh, this could be the, he has a new victim. Yeah. <laughs> Barry's like that tries to sink the fans into Neville. And he says, oh, you know, what you did was amazing. He says, that's just the kind of quality of leadership that we need for this. Yeah. And then Neville's like, well, I doubt it. I'll be going home tomorrow. And, yeah. uh, and Oz says, you know, the, the wooden dare. And, you know, Oz makes a, a valid point. And Dennis agrees. He says, you know, you saved the day. And, uh, and Bomber says, you know, that bomb, you know, it would if it hadn't been for you, it would have killed an Eric. It uh, would have killed one of the German workers. Mm. And Oz, Oz, you know, not wanting to miss a trick, says, well, that was its original intention. <laughs> anyway, Dennis has, you know, got another, Dennis has got another weapon uh, in his arsenal there to use to try and convince uh, Herr Ulrich and Herr Grunwald uh, yeah. that, that, Dennis, that, that Neville can stay. And then Oz makes the point, um, again, you know, not as daft as he sounds sometimes, Oz says, well, I hope we're all still being paid. Getting our crack. Yeah, well, Barry. <laughs> so, again, Barry, thinking he's clever, tries to use a, a turn of phrase and completely screws it up. And Barry says, that's a moot point, that is. It's very moot, which is actually the opposite of what it means. You know, moot point means it's irrelevant. Um, mm. it means it's no longer relevant to the conversation. Whereas, you know, what, what, what they're actually talking about is very, very relevant. So, um, you know, Oz, um, you know, takes it upon himself to uh, to go and um, to go and, and, and put this point across. So they've been told to stay in the hut. Oz goes out to the hut and he walks up to where the bomb is. And, you know, there's army people in the hole. They've surrounded the bomb with sandbags. You know, it's clearly a very, very dangerous situation. And Oz, you know, starts shouting at Herr Ulrich in very, very broad slang. And, uh, and Herr Ulrich has got no time for Oz whatsoever. And, uh, and yeah, and he, says, uh, and he says, I hope I'm getting what crack. You know, what does that mean? That just, you know, I say, it doesn't mean any fucking, doesn't mean <laughs> Well, it would nowadays, it would mean something else, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um. And and Helric's like the look on Helric's face. He's like, this bloke's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> and, uh, and he says, I we're getting what you. We're getting what you. We want to be getting what you. Anyway, so Helric like loses the plot. And he shouts at Oz. He says, go back to your hut. And Oz is like, well, as long as I've made me point. And then he says, oh, I'm. What about Neville? And uh, and Helric says, actually, you can send Neville out. Mm. Uh, and Oz, and, he, and Oz is talking about his job, and he goes, they want him for the news. Yeah. So uh, Neville has obviously become a bit of a local hero. Mm. So they, uh, in fact, one second, I'm just going to turn the heater off. Oh. oh, God. I was hoping we could get through the episode without that interruption, but I'm, <laughs> I'm actually dying of heat exhaustion here. So um, anyway, apologies for that interruption. Um so yeah, so they uh, they cut to the bar, and um, you know they're all in the bar. Um, obviously, you know they've uh, you know they've been given the they've been given the afternoon off work, 
and so they're all in the bar getting drunk and um, they're going to gather around the TV and, and watch the news when it comes on. So um, they question uh, where Nev is and, um, and someone says that this, you know, this, that Nev was wearing a shirt and a tie and he was going off somewhere. And, um, and then Wayne tells everyone that um, Neville has uh, accepted the invitation and he's on his way around to Helmut's place. And Oz is absolutely horrified. <laughs> like... Fascinating with the enemy, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that again, bomber, bomber, like bomber continues Oz's joke, doesn't he? Hoist yeah. by his own petard. Um, but he, um, you know, the, just the look of, like, so basically, what I say, Wayne says he's going around his house, and Oz is like, a German's hoose, a German's hoose. And Wayne's like, well, yeah, you know, that's what people do. They go around each other's houses for drinks and food. <laughs> it's like, a German's hoose, a German's, like, just cannot believe the fact that um, Neville, and like I say, and Bomber makes that joke, and he says, oh, Neville fraternising with the enemy. Yeah. Anyway, they're, they're interrupted um, by the fact that the actual news programme, so the local news programme comes on, so, you know, it's probably at what, five o'clock, six o'clock, whatever. Yeah. And they're all, and they all gather around the TV. Oz is, Oz is making a load of noise. Everyone's starting to shut up. Anyway, so Herr Grunwald comes on the TV and everyone boos. And obviously Herr Ulrich's there. And then the, the newsreader introduces Neville. And obviously then it cuts and Neville himself is at helmets. And the newswoman um, starts asking him questions. And then obviously they, they speak to the German digger driver and um, and basically, you know, the, the, the German digger driver gives Neville the full credit and um, and says that he's uh, Neville's uh, Neville's the hero. And, I was reading a bit of trivia, sorry, I was reading a bit of trivia about the, uh, the actual news reporter, the woman. Mm -hmm. She was German, uh, but she was employed by the British forces to uh, teach the soldiers German. That was a... That was her day job. All oh, right. Yeah. What? What? In, like in what? In the like in that time frame? Yeah. 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 Oh well, well there you go. Look at that. <laughs> Don't know where I dug that up from, but uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a cracking piece of trivia there, George. Yeah. 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 That's a very. I'm sure there's no one who will have known that. No. In fact, if anybody did know that, email us in and let us know. <laughs> we'll also be on George. You'll get a free tattoo. <laughs> George, I will give you a free we'll give you a free Neville and Lottie tattoo. Yeah. Um so um Neville's at helmets, and obviously they're you know they're, they're sat with Helmet's family, his dad, his his wife, his his mother, da 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 da. And um and did you know what the mother's called? Uh no, I didn't know. Uh, but she's English, isn't she? Uh, I think so, yeah. But uh, in the in the show, she's called Lottie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, well, let's hope it wasn't her that Neville met up with on the night when he got the. <laughs> but I think we're probably safe. So, yeah. So, um, Helmut's mother, Lottie. Um, so Neville's got Helmut's mother's name tattooed on his arm. That's it. I'm sure, he keeps that one to himself. Um, so they all toast Neville. Um, obviously saying that he's a famous man. And then they go back to the bar and um, and then Oz is, you know, Oz is kind of, you know, 
you know, he's like, Ozzy's got his position up here about how he fucking hates the Germans. And then he's, you know, he'll give them a, a credit, um, you know, or, you know, you know, admit that they're not so bad in certain areas. And so he says, oh, they've got some canny boilers like the Germans. Mm. And, um, and sort of, you know, Dennis is like, oh, is that it? Like, is that all you think? And he says, oh, the beer's passable. And then someone says, well, you know, I think it Bomber says, well, you pass enough of it. <laughs> um, so, you, know, you know, he's saying that their women are good looking and they've got good beer. And, you know, obviously the, you can see in the background, there's the German workers are in the background and they're getting, you know, they're looking over. You can see that they're looking at us. And yeah, uh, more and more annoyed. <laughs> exactly. You know, they're just getting the hump, which, you know, and rightly so. Um, so, you know, Oz gets quite philosophical about being a bricklayer and, you know, I do this and I'm a laying bricks and da 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 da. And then Barry, you know, Barry brings up the subject of Kevin Keegan. So obviously Kevin Keegan, when he left Newcastle, um, went to Hamburg. And uh, Barry talks about, you know, Keegan and his wife and how they learned the language and mm. da, 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 da. So, um, you know, Barry thinks that, you know, the fact that Kevin Keegan did that will be enough to make Oz, you know, fall into line. Yeah, yeah. So, but Oz has only taken away. So Oz says that, you know, so when he left, when he left Germany, he went to Southampton. And he says, so what does that say about Germany if the better alternative is Southampton? Mm. And um, yeah, slagging Germany off, slagging Germany off, slagging Germany off. And, uh, and so we see that the German workers have had enough. So the, 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 there's the German scaffolder um, comes over and he taps Oz on the shoulder. And, um, and Oz turns around and he says, I have a question for you. And, um, and Oz thinks he's hilarious. And he says, oh, I, you want to see me papers, do you? <laughs> carrying on with the prisoner of war camp theme. And the German rightly so says to Oz, he says, if Germany is such a no good place, why don't you piss off? <laughs> well, England. <laughs> yeah. And um, and obviously then we like the, the camera focuses on Dennis. And you can see the look on Dennis's face. Dennis puts his hands over his eyes and braces himself, you know, because Dennis knows what's coming. So basically, you know, Oz is Oz has got a reputation for being there, uh, you know, being being quite handy with his fists and being loose. Um, and so obviously the, this German tells Oz to piss off. And I think, you know, Oz basically throws the first punch mm -hmm. and, um, and the scuffle ensues. And like I say, you know, Dennis is like, oh, you know, because you know what's about to happen. And it, obviously it all, like the scuffle all kicks off. And then as the fight breaks out, it then cuts back to the, to the, to the calm of Helmut's house. Mm. So um, Helmut, they're just finishing up the bottle of schnapps and Helmut says he's going to go and get another bottle. And he leaves Neville alone with his dad. Right. Oh, obviously, you know, Helmut. No language. They can't understand each other. So you know, they're you know they they're using the universal language of drinking of alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I've, I've had, I, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation like that. I fucking um, I was on a flight once, and I was coming from uh, Indonesia to uh, Dubai. It's like a nine-hour flight or a ten-hour flight or something like that. I mean, it's a it's a fair old chunk yeah. of chunk of a chunk of a journey, and um, and I was I got an exit seat and I'm sitting there and there was a there was a the, the, so there was me 
then the middle seat was empty and then there was a Russian dude on the yeah. And obviously this Russian guy didn't speak a word of English and obviously I don't speak a word of Russian. Yeah. So as soon as the drink trolley arrived, this was, yeah. I don't, as you know, I don't drink anymore. Um, yeah. Back when I was a pisshead. And, um, and you know, and I was- I'm like, still there, by the way. So, yeah. <laughs> obviously I was like, um, I was like straight away, I was like, yeah, can I have fucking Jack Daniels vodka, whatever I was drinking. And the Russian was like, nah, nah, nah. And like me and the Russian like looked at each other. Like, you know, like, it's like, you know, one alcoholic to another. <laughs> a mutual admiration. A mutual, exactly. A mutual admiration between alcoholics. And, um, and me and this Russian fella got absolutely fucking mortal on the flight from uh, Indonesia to Dubai. And like, by the end of the flight, me and him were best pals. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like I say, he couldn't, he didn't speak English, I didn't speak Russian, but between the two of us just sitting there getting smashed, we were like, yeah. hey. I had a similar thing with, uh, I had a Swedish girlfriend years ago and I, I went over there, um, father had his own boat and everything, so the two of us went out on a fishing trip from like six o'clock in the morning and could, couldn't speak, he couldn't speak any English, I couldn't speak any Swedish, but the, the crate of beers come out, I mean, we had the best time ever, you know. <laughs> the international language. That's it. So Neville gets left alone with Helmut's dad. Helmut's dad gets a thing of pictures out and starts showing him pictures. And um, there's a there's a picture of him in a, in a uniform. He's obviously in the Navy. And he starts talking about a ship called the Scharnhorst. So then Neville, you know, obviously Neville's, as we transpires, Neville's granddad was on another was on another ship that was bombed by the Scharnhorst. So Neville goes into this story and he, he you know he manages to you know, through sign language and whatever he's like your helmet's dad and you know dad and he's uh, farter and gross and farter and <laughs> yeah and um, anyway so then you know and uh, you know the shit and he through anyway so he, he gets the message across to Helmut's dad that his granddad was on this ship that was sunk by the Scharnhorst. And Neville and, and Helmut's dad goes to make a toast. And then Neville's like, well, uh, he actually died. So his face, his face when he he was killed. <laughs> so Neville's told this story. Um, and as it transpires, it basically means that Helmut's dad killed Neville's grandpa. <laughs> uh, he gets all serious just for a second, his face, you know, he realizes. He goes, oh, well, it was a long time ago. <laughs> and then they have, a, they, have a, they have a drink. So um, cuts back to the site. Uh, in the morning, uh, Neville is getting dropped off by helmet uh, on his motorbike in the morning. And Neville's clearly, clearly hungover. And, um, you know, they have a bit of a chat. And then uh, uh, helmet goes off to work and Neville walks onto the site. So as he walks onto the site, um, uh, Neville is uh, called over by her Ulrich. So um, they walk around to uh, the part of the site where um, Dennis and Bomber and, and Oz are there to lay bricks and um, her Ulrich's um, he's got a bit of a, a bit, he's got a couple of tricks up his sleeve got a bit of news and he, her Ulrich's like, he's like, today Neville starts work as a bricklayer. 
and they're all, yay, you know, and, and Dennis has got, you know, Dennis has been successful. Neb's happy as a pig in shite. Everyone's happy, da-da-da-da-da. And then he pulled, then he, then what does he do? He um he pulls it out, he pulls it out his back pocket. So the, the the camera cuts to Oz, and Oz has you know got two black eyes and a broken nose, and um, you know clearly. Yeah, I was just looking at a picture of it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Oz clearly, Oz clearly got the got the worst of the the, the scuffle in uh, in the bar, and um, and Herr Ulrich takes great pleasure. And turn around and saying, "Yeah, you was born." Osborne, yeah. <laughs> so he sacks us, and you know they start talking about it. And Dennis is like, you know, he's had it coming, and um, and obviously Neville questions about what he's, uh, you know, what happened, and um, and 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 Fama says uh, they talk about Oz's nose, and he says, "Yeah, that happened when his head went through the pinball machine." That's it, yeah. And sort of everyone agrees that he had it coming. So, you know, like I say, Oz is... Um, he says, doesn't promise to say he's as daft as a brush. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. But, you know, so Oz has obviously got a reputation for being a tough guy. Um, but, you know, scaffolders, um, you know, the German scaffolders, you know, them scaffolders, you know, they spend all day lifting metal bars. And, yeah, yeah, my flatmates are scaffolders. So, uh, yeah, 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 well, there you go. Look at that, I'm sure. And so, you know, they'll be very, very strong... Um, you know, people in that, you know, they're, you know, they're not messing around. And so, um, you know, Oz obviously clearly, you know, came off worse. So there were, you know, there was, uh, he swung the first shot, but I think there was, you know, probably half a dozen scaffolders there were probably yeah. had to give Oz a bit of a shoeing. And, you know, obviously Dennis and whatever says that they tried to break it up, but, you know, they, they would have, they would have tried to separate the fight, but I doubt yeah. that they would have been throwing punches back. You know, they would have just been trying to stop us getting a kick in, but, you know, they didn't do that good of a job. You know, the six, those, you know, four or six German scaffolders, you know, gave, gave us, you know, what he deserved, basically. And, um, and, um, and, and Neville's, I don't know, you know, Neville's obviously, you know, he says that, he says, oh, he's, you know, he's all right underneath us. You know, he's all right. And Bomber says, yeah, it's that, it's what's on top that makes him. <laughs> yeah. What's on top that makes him a nightmare. And um, and then he says, you know, what's he gonna do? And so, you know, Dennis paints this, paints this picture of what's gonna happen to us. So he says, you know, he'll go home, you know, he'll make it up with a wife. Yeah. And then he'll uh, he'll go down the fat ox and get palatic. Yeah. You know, palatic's a, a proper old school Geordie word for uh, for getting drunk. And so, um, and then so, you know, Bomber's got this picture in his head of going down the local in his hometown and getting drunk. And Bomber in proper broad Bristolian, he says, the lucky old bugger, the lucky old bugger. <laughs> so, <clears throat> they cut to the admin hut and Herr Grunwald is paying Oz off and Oz still behaving like he's been badly treated. Um, you know, he's, yeah. Oz... Oz is still, you know, pleading the case that he's been hard done by. Yeah. And um, and he says, you know, that in England, the lads would have gone out, gone out on strike. And then, he, you know, he's clutching at straws, Oz, trying to think of anything he can say to maybe he's trying to keep his job. And he even plays the race card. He goes, yeah. because I'm British, isn't it? <laughs> and, uh, you need cause to sack us. <laughs> you need cause to sack us. 
And um, Heckerwald's like, no, I like the British workers. You work fast and da-da-da-da-da. And he says, it wouldn't have happened in England. And Herr Grunwald, again, very dry, says, but you are not in England. You are in Germany. <laughs> so they go to the cut to the bar. It's after work. Bomber's getting the round in. Oz walks into the bar and Oz is barred. Like the German barman wants, doesn't want anything to do with Oz. And again, you know, Oz had a massive punch up in there. His head was used to smash up a pinball machine. And mm. Oz is like, what have I done? It's like, well, you had a punch up that you had a massive punch. You swung the first shot. Mm. So, um, you know, he's obviously blames the Germans for everything that happened. And, um, and then Dennis says, you know, you, you brought it on yourself. And Oz sort of tries, he's got a bit of a half-hearted attempt, tries to rally the troops, and, um, and he starts talking about them going out on strike. And Dennis is like, well, that wouldn't do anything. He says, you know, they'd just go and get six more British people. Exactly, yeah. At the end of us. And Oz is like, Oz says, we have rights. And Dennis <laughs> No rights. That's what are you talking about? He's like, we've got no rights. We're, we're working in the black in the black area. We're not paying any taxes. And he says, you know, if you want rights, he says, you know, register with the German authorities and pay a tax. Mm. And again, you know, Oz is like thinking and thinking. He can see like his mind's fucking working, trying to think. There's something he can say. He <laughs> says, what you're saying is you won't back us up. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Dennis, Dennis is now sort of famous quoted. He's a bit of a speechy quotes. Uh, which is sort of seen as a, a fairly poignant speech in the in the thing, and he says, you know, I've seen blokes like you come and go, all my, you know, all my life. Fish you know, out of water. Exactly, fish out of water. They come out here, they get pissed. Their mother's not there to wash their clothes. They lose their passport. Da 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 da. And um, anyway, Oz, you know, the truth hurts. Yeah. The bottom line is, is you know, the truth is. Uh, uh, you know, a, a fickle mistress, and clearly, um, you know, Oz knows when he's beaten, but he still has to ask to have the last word. And he he sort of stands up and he goes, "Well, I know when I'm not wanted." Like is yeah. it, <laughs> trying to blame everybody else. So you know, obviously, Dennis and Oz are friends, but you know, they've had this argument. Oz has walked out. Dennis walks over to the bar, and Barry. <laughs> so Barry seeks his opportunity. <laughs> he sees an opening. Miss a trick. So Barry never wanted to miss a trick. You know, goes over and tries to tap up Dennis uh, for the leader's job. And uh, and you know Dennis is having none of it. None of it. And he turns around. And he goes Barry. And he says what? And he goes piss off, will you? <laughs> that was it. Yeah. So we need to say. Yeah. So you know. So they they cut back to the site. And we see our German plasterer going into the admin hut um, to have a chat. And as we find out, what he's actually doing is the ironic thing is that the German is going into the admin hut. To that is him there. Yeah, that's him there. Yeah, yeah. So the German goes into the admin hut to do for Oz what Oz was asking everybody else to do for him. Yeah. So, um, uh, so they then they cut to the hut and Oz is packing his gear. And <laughs> so Oz is packing his gear. He's obviously got the raging ump still, you know. And um, anyway, so Neville asks Oz to post a letter for him. And yeah. clearly, <laughs> Oz is never going to do this. Like, no. <laughs> he's, 
he just goes, all right. Neville puts it down on the bed and Oz just instantly forgets it's there. And obviously, you know, this is the day when an international letter would have taken quite a while to get there. So, you know, he thinks that if... Uh, snail mail. Yeah. So, and he said, everyone's against me. Everyone's against me. And um, and then so, um, you know, Oz is... Oz picks up his gear and walks out and leaves Nev's letter on the bed. Like, Nev went, can you post this letter? And Oz went, yes. And then four seconds later... He just walks away and leaves the letter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and Neville picks it up, and then Oz, Oz offers him uh, a, 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 like a, a little thing of wine gums. He's like, "Do you want these wine gums?" Yeah, yeah. He and says, he, "You're a good, you're a good laugh, Oz." Yeah. Well, and again, and he, he he repeats, you know, that he, you know, he's he's badly. He's like, "I don't know why everyone's against me." You know, again, he's bad. You know, pr protesting that he's badly treated. Mm. Um, so they cut to Dennis in the admin hut, and the, <laughs> so the the thing that Dennis has been avoiding, you know, a couple of scenes ago, he told Barry to piss off, you know, yeah. he's a bomber, he doesn't want the job as a leader. Um, and but he, you know, he does still feel a bit responsible, doesn't he? I mean, he does he, in the back? Yeah. Well, he's been, you know, he's been trying to avoid. Yeah. Trying to avoid becoming the, de the democratically elected leader, <laughs> the gaffer, and um, and they cut and they're in the they're in the admin hut, and Herr Grunwald just turns around to him and says, "You are the lead person." And Dennis <laughs> like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" He's like, "What?" <laughs> you know, Dennis protests, "I'm not, I'm not," but you know, basically, Herr Grunwald has just said, "You're the leader." Yeah, so I love it. Yeah, so. Um, Dennis protests a little bit, but then Grunwald gives them the information that they've been waiting. That you know the good news. He says Osborne can stay. So, he, you know Dennis is perplexed and shocked and surprised. But then Dagmar tells Dennis what happened, and obviously it was the German plasterers yeah. had the fight with Oz that came in and stuck up for them, and the German plasterers threatened to go on strike. Because they said it would look bad on them if Oz lost the job because of the punch-up. Yeah. So, like I say, the the ironic thing is that you know what Oz wanted, Oz actually gets, but he doesn't get it from the people that he actually asked for. Yeah. yeah. But this is, I love this bit. This is like the first signs of romance brewing between Dagmar and Dan. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a little look, a few furtive looks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can see that. You know, Dagmar clearly fancies Dennis and vice versa. So there's the 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 the, the blossom, the first blossom of romance between seeds. And the seeds that are very, very good there, George. Yeah, the seeds of romance uh, <laughs> Dagmar and Dennis. And um anyway, so you know, but Dennis is he can't be he can't be he's too can't be chatting up women, he's got shit to do. That's it, yeah. And he goes and finds the Germans and he and he says thank you to the Germans. Um, and he invites the Germans round for a drink to say thank you later on that night. And then he gets Barry and they jump on the back of Barry's bike and they go and they find Oz, who was on a bus, obviously on his way to the train station. So they cut back to the hut and um, they are, you know, everyone's in a good mood. So... They're, they've got the dartboard up, 
and they're, they're setting up a light for the darts. The, the camera shows that they've got several cases of beer. Yeah, Bex. And everyone is in a good mood in the hut. And even us. And, um, and, and this, you know, what we as the viewer, we expect the, you know, the Oz's attitude to have completely changed. Yeah, you know, well, you think so, wouldn't you? <laughs> this is what, 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 what any normal person would do would be like, you know, they, you know, they lost their job, they got their job back, and they got their job back because of the German fellas that they yeah. had to catch up with. Yeah. So yeah. they are, and so, and, and then he even he gets a bit complimentary. So they talk about how much beer that they have got. And and Oz in very, very broad, old school Geordie, he compliments the Germans and he says, Oh, he says they drink Varnai as much as us. Yeah. Which means nearly, nearly as much as us. Varnai is a proper old school Geordie word. Oh, right. Yeah. You don't, like I say, you don't really get that these days, but it, you, you are very, uh, you wouldn't expect to hear that a lot these days, but it is a, a proper old school Geordie word. So, you know, Oz is. You know, he's smiling, he's got his job back, he's got his job back because of the Germans, and then he's being complimentary about the Germans. And, you know, the you know one of the best things that Oz could say about anybody, German or not, is that you can nearly drink as much beer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, could you pay a better compliment? A bigger compliment, yeah. Absolutely not. So, um, anyway, so Dennis decides to give Oz and obviously everybody else a pep talk. He's like, right, we're gonna have a good night. He says, you especially Oz. He says, it's a dart, he says, it's just a darts match. It's not World War Three. He says, <laughs> well, this darts match to cement the harmony and the goodwill between the British and yeah. the Eric workers. He's still clearly worried that something might go wrong. So, uh, well, yeah. yeah, exactly. But you know, the, the attitude and the, and the atmosphere in the hut is one of joviality. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, everyone's happy and Oz is happy and he's making compliments and they're drinking beer and the Germans are going to come round and the Germans got his job back and, you know, and, and we've got to the point now where Moxie's arrived and Oz has got his job and Neville's a bricklayer and, and everything's settled down. You know, from when they arrived, it was all... And then yeah, yeah. settling down like that. And now that, you know, it's just about to be able to go, go forward and they're going to yeah. be do their jobs properly and, and make some decent money. And um and 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 Oz, you know, he says, well, he says, you know, he says, he says, that's fine. He says, but you know, we've still got to try and hammer these Germans. He says, when we're playing darts, he says, <laughs> he says, we've still got to try and hammer them Germans. And like Dennis is like, well, why? You know, like he's you know, we he's thinking. The, you know, Dennis's thought process is the same as mine in the fact that, you know, everyone's happy and da 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 da, -da. And, um, and Oz, you know, clearly just had like, you know, like a fucking, like a dog with a bone, won't let yeah. it. And, um, and he says, why have we got to fucking hammer the Germans? And Oz just turns around and says, because them's the bastards that... <laughs> bomb me granny. That's <laughs> the bomb me granny. So, you know, look, as you know, you, it was, it was like I say, earlier on, when you were in the bar, and Neville, like, had that pause where he said, oh, I'm really sorry, Dennis. Yeah. A couple of seconds later, he went, but what about me? Mm. 
they, they, they employed that same kind of thing. You know, the, you know, the, you know, Dennis has laid the land over. Oz is happy, you know, yeah. his attitude towards the Germans has changed. You know, he's being complimentary about the Germans. And then two seconds later, he's like, but them's the boss bastards, the bombing. <laughs> so, yeah, and then that's it. That's so that's the end of the episode. So um, you know, obviously things can only get better. Um, yeah. like I say that you know they've they've laid the you know it's taken a cut. The first two episodes was very much you know setting up the premise, laying down the foundations, moving forward, and now the magnificent seven are in place. Moxie's arrived. Um, you know Neville's working as a bricklayer. Oz is back. Oz has got his job back, and um, and everyone is uh, happy. Um, uh, and a, but like I say, Oz will you know never ever. His attitude towards the Germans, I don't think, is ever going to change. No, no. Yes, but that's it. Episode two, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So I am very much, um, you know, very much. Um, even though I mean, like, I I must have watched these, you know, many many times. I mean, you know, how many times have I watched our videos in pet of my life? Oh. 20, 30, 40, 50, I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. You know, I remember we, we had them all on video when I was a kid. And so, you know, I used to watch them over and over again as a child. So, you know, it, I've seen it so many times. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, still now, you know, watching them years later, I'm still, it makes me laugh out loud with mm. the quality of the writing. And well, that's why a classic, a classic does that, doesn't it? I mean, you, can, uh, you never get bored with it. So, um, the, uh, obviously, the, the titles come up. And the, the, the you know the magnificent seven that they get the titles um uh you know the 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 people that get a mention on the titles are Hel Herr Grunwald, Herr Ulrich Dagmar, the German TV reporter, Helmut, uh, his father, mother, and his wife, the barman, the German digger driver, and the German work as the German plasterers. So that is the end of episode uh, season one, episode two. Who won the war? Um, if you have anything, uh, constructive criticism, compliments or insults, please feel free to fire me or George an email on yeah. again at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at again podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at again. You can follow us. Uh, please like the Facebook page of again podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe and click the bell down below um, to make sure that you get the new episodes. And new episodes will be released every Friday at 10 a.m. Um, we're also available on all uh, good podcast, podcast platforms. So Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker FM, and SoundCloud. So you can listen on any of those platforms. Um, and like I say, new episodes released every Friday. Um, our theme music was composed and performed by Lee Dusky. So please do like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, our sponsor for the show was uh, Top Gun Tattooing, number 12, the Harris Arcade in Reading. Their website is topguntattoo.co.uk. Telephone them on 0189 Six six seven, and if you say to Zach Hadaway and Shiteman, you'll get a twenty percent discount off any tattoo. And if you want to get a novel Neville and Lottie tattoo, 
I'll pay for it. Yeah, that's a bargain. That's a bargain, I think, definitely. And you can't can't get much better than that, can you? No, no, no. There you go. So that's it for episode two. We'll be back yeah. with episode three. And uh, in the meantime, like I say, don't hesitate to follow us on the social media platforms and send us an email. But until then... Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen, Peck. Oh, yeah, man, man, man. All out of options, nothing.